All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Friday edition of Oilers Nation every day coming to you live from the Sports Closet studio. As if there was any doubt, you know what our lead's going to be today. Noooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo
Good. Happy Friday to you too. I got this nice little square, like you said, in the middle of me, but what happened? The Oilers won. They played a good game. So that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what matters. Not the square in the middle of your screen for whatever reason. Okay, well, we'll let you try to sort that out and whatever's going on there. Uh, let's talk about that hockey game last night. Electronic Jordan, Dylan, Yash, everyone dropping their nooges in the chat because it was a four-point game for number 93 last night as the Oilers win against the Carolina Hurricanes. And what a game it was. There was a lot to not like. There was a lot to love about that effort from the Edmonton Oilers. First off, they finally scored first. First time this year, the Oilers find the back of the net at Zach Hyman from Tyson Berry. And it was Ryan Nugent Hopkins who picked up the second assist, his first of four points on the night in just over 21 minutes of ice time. Nuge had his breakout. And if you listen to this show throughout the week, you would know I was all over that. I wrote about it at Oilers Nation. We made it a big part of the show. 93 was due. He's been due, you could argue, for a couple of seasons now. If you look at his shooting percentages and his on-ice shooting percentages and things like that. Um, and he broke through in a big way when the Oilers needed it. His four-point night propels the Oilers to the victory. Oh, Connor McDavid? Ah, ho-hum. He had a little quiet four-point game as well. Um, he's probably the only player in the NHL who you could look at and say he's capable of putting up a quiet four-point game but that's exactly what mcdavid did uh, he didn't have a point until their third goal which uh, he assisted on the nice evander kane marker he picked up a second assist on nuja's second of the year he got the power play assist on dry goal a beautiful feed and then he sealed it up with the empty netter as well nuge was great mcdavid unbelievable as always four points can't complain i thought their special teams were fantastic and while their special teams helped them win i thought their five-on-five -five play was just outstanding in that game. They went toe-to-toe -to -toe with a legitimate Stanley Cup contender in Carolina, and and they went stride for stride with them at five-on-five. -five. Like you look at the five v five shots according to uh, Natural Statric, it ended up being twenty-nine twenty-four for the Carolina Hurricanes. And I mean, a five-shot difference in some games, you might look at it and be like, "Oh, geez, that's not great." Um, but I looked at the heat map as well, and like the Oilers were right there. I mean, the eye test prove this as well i thought the good scoring chances in that game were pretty much even for the most part um we'll get the heat map for you in just a second here but like the bulk of the Oilers' shots actually came a little bit closer to the net than carolina's carolina had a few more from the perimeter as well but edmonton again did a really good job getting to the dangerous areas of the offensive zone and they did it against a really really good hockey team over on the other side um carolina they're probably sitting there if this was a hurricane shot I'd be saying ah canes didn't have their best it was their first tough test of the year but the oilers gave it to them and i, and I really liked seeing that uh let's get into the youtube chat here and see what's going on uh, Evan says Clowder is going to be expensive to re-sign. Ryan McLeod pops home a shorthanded goal. His second of the year as well. Don't look now. Ryan McLeod is on a 40-goal pace. Not that he's going to get there. Um, but yeah, Ryan McLeod, the Oilers probably... Not probably. The Oilers would have liked to sign him to a longer-term deal over the summer. That's a, almost a fact at this point. They had to go with the one-year bridge deal at 700 and whatever thousand because they couldn't afford anything else they're too strong with the cap if the escrow gets paid off like frank saravalli talked about on wednesday's show and the oilers get that extra four and a half million dollars in cap space i think they'd be wise to use that to make sure they get evan bouchard locked up and make sure they get ryan mcleod locked up 
Just give those guys some term and then enjoy value deals for a couple of years down the line. I think that would be the smart play if you have a little bit more money to throw around. But I agree with Evan in that McLeod deserves an extension. Will he be expensive? Yeah, probably not expensive. Like even if he scores you 20 goals this year, I don't think he costs you more than three and a half million. That's the highest to re-sign him on a bit of a, a deal with term. Uh, Jilly says, Oilers win, Flames lose. What a night. Yes, the Buffalo Sabres came to Alberta and dominated not just the Oilers, but beat the Calgary Flames as well. Eric Comrie had himself quite uh, the game as well. Sergeant Battle said it once. I'll say it again. Nuge Redemption Tour with a little crown in there. You love to see it. Uh, Nuge and Hopkins absolutely do. Coming up a little bit later on in the show, I'm going to tell you who I am pegging as the next player to snap out of their slump for the Oilers because I called it with Nuge. So I feel like now, you know, I'm riding high. I feel like I have this special power. I will try to get another Oiler to snap out of their slump. I'm uh, looking down here. Liam is ready to go. So Liam, I thought the special teams were solid. I thought they were good at five on five. Nugent Hopkins was the first star. What stood out to you? What did you like about the dub last night? Uh, I think the fact they got the first goal of the game was obviously great. Like you got to... You got to appreciate that. So there's two games in a row now. They've actually started pretty well. Like the Buffalo one, obviously you don't get a goal first, but it was a pretty good way to come out. So it's good to see that trend kind of going in the right direction. And, you know, Nugent Hopkins on that second line, a four-point night is not really, you know, that's pretty good, right? Like the only thing he didn't hit was a shot prop, <laughs> which was a little bit disappointing after we bet it. But overall, like good yeah. performance defensively you want to see them get a lot better that power play goal they got scored i think it was nature scored where they were so flat-footed and it came through like it's a little disappointing to see but i think gradually this team's just gonna progress over and over again and you know what so sometimes it's good to play those good teams like now they have st louis next and pittsburgh like tougher challenges yeah. i guess it leads to less mistakes uh so hopefully less mistakes but like less room for error is what you want to be aiming for and i think with those teams that's what you're gonna have to come up and play against so overall the toughest team the Oilers have played against this season they came away with a win not spectacular by any means but they found a way to get it done and even when they scored late they held on and they didn't really look like they were that much of a threat to score again which is it's good signs i guess overall I think Dylan was riding with us on the shot prop as well. He says, only wish Nuge would have got one more shot. I mean, if you would have told me before the game that Nuge was going to have a four-point evening, I probably would have doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on the Nuge shot prop, and he missed it by one. If you were a Connor McDavid better last night, then that empty netter was just oh unbelievable for you because not only did he get the goal in the empty net, but that was his fourth shot of the game as well. And Liam, one of my favorite bets, the McDavid Dreisaitl power play point parlay. That yes. one came through last night as well. It's going to be a big one for us this season, oh, yeah. I think. That's the one I'm, I'm going to be riding pretty often. I'm going to bet it every single game and see like at the end of the year how <laughs> I'm up, how I'm down, that kind of thing. Uh, going back to the chat here, Spiced Oil had Svetch on his bench in fantasy. Yeah, um, just going forward, just blanket, play Svetch. If he's playing, he's in your lineup. That guy is legit. He's going to take the jump from being someone who fantasy hockey players know well. You draft him in the you know third, fourth, fifth, sixth round kind of thing. He might be a first-round pick next year, especially if you're in a categories league. The dude is legit. He popped three last night, and honestly... I know some people didn't love the one, the two from outside, like the first and second goals from Svechnikov. You can't blame Campbell at all on those. That is an elite goal scorer with a very shifty release that 
man, when you give him even just a second, half a second of time, he's going to pick his corner nine times out of 10. Those were just really, really good goals. Uh, Mar- the Martin Natchez goal was basically a two on O. You can't fault Campbell on that one either. And he made some big saves throughout the game. Like, we're still waiting for Jack Campbell to have a statement game here and like, you know, the 37 save performance kind of thing that hasn't come yet. But I still think against Vancouver, he overcame the slow start, played well. Okay, against Calgary, he wasn't good. That's fine. Against Carolina, again, I thought he was solid. Like he's not giving you 920, 925 goaltending, but I think that stretch will come. Last night, he was good enough to help the Oilers win. And, and that's fine for me. Um, I mentioned the special teams. To me, this win, and I, I guess this isn't really a stunner, is the most impressive win of the season. Against Vancouver, I said it was a Dave Tippett-esque win because they got caved at five on five and their special teams had to bail them out. And I, I remember some people in the chat were saying. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You you can't blame them or fault them for having a good special teams. And yeah, like I agree with that 100%. Their power play is going to win them like almost single-handedly win them a lot of hockey games this year, and that's fine. But it can't be consistently the only reason you win. And when you go back to last year and that heater they were on early with Dave Tippett, how many of those games was it like, boy, they were junk at five on five. The goaltending wasn't that great, but they went four for five or three for five on the power play, two for four on the power play, and they win by a goal. And you just looked at so many games, and it was like, they won because their power play bailed them out over and over again. And I was worried after game one that that might be a habit again. And that's not a Stanley Cup contender if you're just going to win a bunch of games in the regular season on the back of your power play. The win yesterday, last night against Carolina, I felt like that was, in a way, perfectly balanced. You got a big shorthanded goal. You got two on the power play. Your power play and your special teams came through for you when you needed it but you were also really solid at five on five. And it wasn't like you just buried a couple of grade A chances at five on five either. Like the Oilers kept up the pressure pretty consistently throughout that entire hockey game. Like you can go through their roster and so many guys I feel like had positive games. Pugliarvi was good. Darnell Nurse, that was his best game of the season. Ryan McLeod scored a shorthanded goal. I thought he was really involved. 
I like Nima Linen. I like Devander Kane. I know someone in the chat said that, uh, you know, you're still waiting for him to get a little engaged. He had five shots on goal last night. I, I think, again, that might have been Evander Kane's best game of the season. CeCe had some good moments. Connor, Connor McDavid, obviously, four points. Yamamoto, you're still maybe waiting to really fully get going a little bit here. But I'll share with you one other guy who I think had a really good hockey game. That was Warren Fogle going up against his former team. He laid a couple of really nice checks. He had a couple of shots on goal. I thought he was going to bury one. He didn't. Last year, he was disappointing. Played in all 82 games. There is value in that. 8.5% shooting percentage. That could probably go up a few ticks. He finished the year with 12 goals, 14 assists. Averaged under two shots per game. This year, he's averaging two shots a game. He hasn't found the back of the net, but he's had some good looks. He is my guy. Warren Fogle is going to become Warren Foe goal. He's going to start scoring right away. And I think he'll be a really valuable part of this bottom six of this third line when that happens. I love the look of that McLeod, Pugliarvi, Fogel line. I want to see them get more minutes. And I think that's a great spot for number 37. After the first game of the year, I was a little hard on him. I didn't think he was engaged enough physically. And that's something that goes back to last year. I didn't think he was engaged enough physically on a consistent basis. That's why the dude was getting healthy scratched in the playoffs last year is because for a bottom six guy, you weren't getting enough consistency out of his game. I think he's going to go on a bit of a heater right away. I think he's starting to go to the right areas. He's starting to create some havoc on the forecheck as well. And those are the two most important elements of his game. Because when he, like there's been times, you can go back to Carolina, you can look at last year. Some of the goals he scored were goal scorers goals. Like he looked good putting them in the back of the net. He's got decent hands. If he hits well, and if he just goes to the net and goes to those right areas, He'll start scoring. So I think we're it's not we're not getting a new Jess Keeter from the guy. He's not popping home a four-point night anytime soon. But I think you're gonna start seeing Warren Fogel score on a bit more consistent basis this year. And last year he had 12 goals. That's passable for a bottom six winger. But mixed in there, he had some stretches with McDavid. He was up in the top six at some points. He probably isn't getting those looks this season. But I actually think, despite that, we'll see him hit the 15 goal mark and the goals will start to come in. So Warren Fogel is my next pick to heat up on the Edmonton Oilers. Um, yeah, I think he's just flat out a little bit due. We're going to get to our betting picks a little bit later on. I got some NHL, NFL stuff, courtesy of our friends at Betway. But first, it is Friday. That means it's time for the bro down with Bag Milk. It's Friday, so you know what that means? It's time for the bro down with Bag Milk. I really got to stop just reading word for word what the intro to this segment is. Um, but Bag Milk, welcome back to the show. Yeah! <laughs> That's where I'm going to start, my guy. Does anything make uh, certain parts of you shift more than a big night from Ryan Nugent Hopkins? If I liked last night anymore, I would have ripped a hole clean through me trousers, Tyler. It was the exact kind of game Nuge needed. Big goal at a, t at, a, at a point in the game when we needed one. Three assists. He was great defensively. Yeah. Touches all areas of the game. Picked up a point shorthanded. Picked up a point on the power play. Like, What else did you need the guy to do last night outside of maybe winning some faceoffs? And the chat's loving him, too. We got a Nuge baby from Rusty. Uh, that was their most impressive win of the season. Fair? Yeah, of course. I mean, the win against Vancouver 
was expected because Vancouver is a team that I believe the Oilers should beat more often than not. They started off poorly, came back with five straight goals, won the game. Last night against Carolina was a different story. Carolina is a really good team. We saw it all over Twitter of people saying like, how much fun would this be if these two teams met in June? That's the kind of team that the Oilers went up against last night and they found a way to win. I'm not saying it was perfect. There was still way too many gaffes defensively and there was mistakes that need to get cleaned up. But the Oilers scored first, they grabbed an early lead, and they did not give it up. Anytime Carolina pulled themselves back, the Oilers pulled further ahead. And I think that that is something that the boys need to take forward with them into tomorrow's game against St. Louis because it was an impressive win. And it was interesting for me to see as many people nitpicking it as we did last night because, right, it wasn't perfect. And I kind of disagree with you on the first Vechnikov goal. I would have loved to see Campbell stop that one, but ultimately the team played well and they got a win against a very good team. Yeah, 100%. Um, Nuge was huge. Oilers played well against, uh, you mentioned Carolina, like they're really good. That blue line of theirs, I know the Oilers ended up putting home six on them, but like when you can consistently be rolling out Burns, Slavin, Pesci, Shea, come playoff team, that Canes team is going to be really, really tough to score on. Their defense was really, really solid and it was almost like you see how important it is to draft and develop your own defenseman. Like I know they got Brent Burns in the offseason and all that, but like you guys, you mentioned their top guys are players that they brought in through the draft and they're really good. So the fact that the others were able to tag them for six, I know one was an empty netter, but like that's something to celebrate here. That's a big win. That's something that we can put in our pockets and carry forward. I don't know why we're nitpicking all the wins all the time, but man, that was an, that was an impressive one. And it was a lot of fun. Did you clean up betting last night? Buddy, I had a great night last night. The only thing I didn't really hit was uh, Leon Dreisaitl, two goals. That's the only thing I didn't really hit. I had a Vander Kane to score. I had the, I'm riding with you and Liam on the McDavid Dreisaitl power play point. That one connected for me. I had the Oilers to hit two power play goals. That one connected for me. I had over one and a half power play goals in the game just in general. That one hit for me. So I was kind of throwing arrows all over the board and a lot of them were coming back home with a couple of shekels for your boy Bagnup. I love you love to hear it. What do you think of my pick of Warren Fogle to heat up next? Amongst others, I thought yesterday was his best game of the season. He played really well. And I was actually thinking that last night where there was a play where he kind of stole the puck in the circle. And as he was falling, he ripped a pretty good shot on net. And I was just kind of thinking, I was like, man, wouldn't it be nice if the Oilers for once had the former player curse go their way instead of against us? Because you're right, Warren Fogle played really well. And I don't know where he's going to end up. And I don't know that he's going to be the next guy to go on a heater, especially since Vander Kane and Zach Hyman picked up their firsts last night. Yeah. But He's a guy that if he can get on a little bit of a run and get himself towards the 15 goal mark, that is going to be an incredibly important piece of depth scoring for the team as we walk through this season. Warren Fogel is a huge part of this club and we need him to get going. We need him to look more like the guy that Carolina traded to us rather than the one who struggled a little bit in his first year with the Oilers. I don't know if you saw, but our colleague Mike McKenna from uh, Daily Faceoff had just an all-time poor take in my opinion. Or, no, of course and, I saw uh, it. Maybe he's not even a take. But he tweeted, I'm forever blown away by people slugging breakfast beers in airports. For me, breakfast beers are in the top, or airport beers, I should say, are in the top five of most enjoyable beers. They're the best. You get a nation vacation going and the, and the guys are at the Chili's drinking a brewski at like five in the morning. You can't beat it. 
You and I have traveled a lot together at this point, and there has never been one time where we haven't had a cocktail to set the tone of our trip. I don't get McKenna at all. I'm a double Caesar in the morning guy. I don't care what time it is. Let's face it. Airports are international waters and the rules don't apply. The standard civilization rules do not apply there. So if I want to have a drink at 4 a.m., I'm going to do it because I know that is setting the tone and the table for what's going to be a fantastic weekend to come. Let me tell you this. When we go to Vegas in January, I'm going to have at least one double Caesar before we leave that airport. And I don't care what time that flight is. And I got exciting news for everybody as well. We teamed up with AMA Travel for the Nation Vacation to Vegas. That thing is coming up in January. It was sold out. It was sold out. But one single spot has opened up. Nationgear.ca. Mm -hmm. You can go check it out. And uh, if you want to come on the trip, it's a solo spot. So you're going to get roomed up with somebody, all that good stuff. Um, but if it's you want fun. to be having a airport beer with myself, Bag Milk, Jay, Liam's coming as well. It is going to be a good time. Nationgear.ca is where you can do that. And as always, when we travel, we team up with AMA Travel because that is the only way you can do it. I'm counting down the minutes until our trip to Vegas. They're the best. You need to grab this single spot that's available. And I know you're probably thinking like, oh, well, I don't know if I want to be roomed up with somebody. But let me tell you, we've done this a bunch of times. We call them mosaic roommates almost. And everybody always has a good time. If you missed out on the sale to start on this trip because it sold out so quickly, snap this one up. Come with us because I promise you a great time. It's going to be a blast. 100%. Uh, speaking of great times, great spots, great situations to enjoy a nice cold one, afternoon Oilers hockey tomorrow, a little 2 p.m. brewski, that's up on the list too. You know how much I love a matinee. You know I love a matinee. So when I saw that the Oilers were playing at 2 o'clock tomorrow, I was at, first of all, I was surprised because I was like, oh, they're at home. I assume they're the late game on Hockey Night in Canada. But no, 2 p.m., excuses for a couple of brewskis to start off the game, sets the tone for the rest of the day, Big Oilers win to follow. We all celebrate with country grammar by Nelly when it happens. Everybody's having a good time with that. <laughs> and we go to the pint for promptly 5 p.m. to begin the celebration afterwards. Uh, thanks for That's doing right. this, buddy. See you soon for a new episode of ONR. Amen. See you then. Oilers Nation Radio up to two days a week now, Tuesdays, Fridays, wherever you can get your podcast from. If you want to hear more of myself and bagged milk, let's get to the wrap for today's show. We're going to get back into the chat in a second, actually, but I want to get into our betting segment for the show today. We missed on that damn Nugent Hopkins shot prop. Missed it by one. Um, but Liam, I'll bring you in. How else did you do last night? What else did you have? I just stuck with what we had, you know? Oh, you I just had the dry side goal. Oh, yeah. No, I had the dry side goal and I had the Oilers in regulation. So I went hmm. two for three, two for three last night. That's pretty good. That's, I think that's our nice best day night. so far, to be honest. So we got a lot of yeah. money there. We got plus money on both the ones that we hit. So tonight we're gonna go with the Detroit Red Wings on the money line against the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's just be honest, Chicago stinks, and Detroit's actually a pretty yeah. decent hockey team. I haven't lost in um, regulation yet this season. And then the other one I saw was the over in the Tampa Bay and Florida game. And it wasn't quite at the value I wanted. It was minus 154, I believe. So I found this little mm -hmm. pre-built parlay to add Stamkos in there. He has seven points this season already. So this one seems pretty strong at even money. So these are the two I'm going to go with tonight in the NHL. 
Last night in the NHL, I went three for five. I missed on the two Zabanajad props, I bet, but I nailed the Vegas puck line, nailed the Crosby assist, and I got the Brent Burns shot prop in the Oilers-Canes game. Missed on the Nuge prop on the Oilers side of things, but that's all right. We'll bounce back on Saturday. For me tonight, I like going with, I have three. Stamkos over three and a half shots on goal. He's hit it in every single game. I think it's a tremendous spot tonight at plus 105. Dylan Larkin to pick up an assist. Wings should get the goal scoring going. Larkin's got three apples in three games. Plus 130s, the payout there, all over it. And I'm also, I, I debated taking the lightning on uh, the money line, but I'm staying away from that one. I have one other bet tonight, but now it's slipping my mind. What was it? What's the third game? Oh, I'm taking Colorado on the puck line, on home ice. Uh, I think it's a great spot against the Kraken. The Kraken are junk. The Avs are elite on home ice. So, uh, yeah, those are my three. Avs, puck line. Dylan Larkin over half an assist at plus 130 and the Stamco shot prop set to three and a half. Uh, last week, I gave some NFL bets on the show and I did pretty well. Finished uh, just almost up two full units as well. 1.9 units last weekend. And I love my teaser bets. So my best teaser spot this week, I'm taking the Steelers and the Falcons. They're both seven point underdogs. If you tease them to plus six, you're getting them up to plus 13. The Falcons are just against the spread gods this year. They've been unbelievable. They're taking on a Bengals team that has struggled to blow anyone out so far this season. I liked them in their win over the Saints, but that was a close game as well. And I'm also taking the Steelers. They ruined my teaser last week. So I'm trusting them to come through for me this week. They're taking on the Dolphins. The Dolphins are just ice cold right now. Pittsburgh showed that they can compete with anyone. I don't know if they're going to do it consistently. They're obviously not a playoff team or anything like that, but they're scrappy enough to keep games close. So Steelers, Falcons, plus 13 on a teaser. I love the Giants money line at plus 135. It's a bit of a trap, them taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, but plus 135 for a team like the Giants, who's been such a good surprise this season. I love that. And my player prop this week is Mike Evans over 64 and a half receiving yards. He basically never goes under in back-to-back -back weeks, so I think it's a really, really good spot here. And the Bucks should be nice and pissed off after losing to Pittsburgh last week. So Evans over 64 and a half, Giants money line, Steelers Falcons on the teaser are my NFL picks for the week. Liam, do you have anything NFL-wise, or did you not have time to do that for the show? I got one NFL pick for you. That's ah. the New York Jets on the money line. Jets are playing Denver this week on the road. I actually don't even care where they're playing. Denver suck. Jets are actually a decent team. So I'm going to take the Jets. And then last time this season, are we riding the Elks? I am Plus not. I'm, I didn't do it BC. last week, so I'm not doing it now. <laughs> I'm in on the Elks. Trey Ford is winning. Winning the Elks game. He's ended the streak at Commonwealth, and the Elks will get their first win as the Elks at Commonwealth. So I'm going to go with that. No one's going to like it, but I'm riding. You see this? This, this is my way. confidence level in this wager. <laughs> it also might be the amount of points Tomorrow the Elks score, although I do like Ford as a quarterback. <laughs> Surveyor Brett, why are you talking about NFL betting on Oilers Nation every day? Because it's Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uremchuk, Brett. I can do whatever I want. It's the internet. Ski Bum says, go Broncos. My bills are on a bye week. Anyways, we'll wrap up the show with a couple more comments here. And yes, Brett, don't worry. We'll get it back onto hockey. Chris says, and I like Chris. He's been good with his analysis in the chat over the last couple of days here on the show. Pool party, Fogel, and McLeod is a big, fast line that can be a good checking line. And you know what? Pugliarvi, good defensively, made some nice plays in his own end yesterday. McLeod can be the driver offensively. If Fogel can be that hard forechecking physical presence, that's actually a really nice, well-rounded third line that can probably produce more than some people think. So I love that. Sergeant Battle, should the Oilers just move RNH to the wing and keep him as a top six winger? Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. He is at this point in his career, you can use him to win faceoffs on the PK. He's a really good penalty killer, but just keep him as a winger in the top six. Let him be a complimentary piece to Leon Dreisaitl because it works. I want to see Nuge again tomorrow and for the next, how many games left? 78, 77. I'm not good at the math right now. Keep Nuge as a winger at five on five the rest of the season. Uh, Yash says Canucks for Bedard. And it is trending that way. The Canucks with another loss. They are just absolutely in shambles right now. Who do they get this weekend? I honestly, though, at this point, like they're 0-4-1, I think, is their record. It's getting to the point where they're probably due. They're playing Buffalo tomorrow. I bet you Buffalo's the sexy pick right now. I bet you the sportsbooks undervalue the Canucks. They're back at home. Buffalo's played great for two games. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow on the show. When the line comes out, check it out on Betway. They're our betting sponsor. Mm, might be worth taking a look at the Canucks money line tomorrow. That is an emerging storyline here on the show that we will follow up tomorrow. Also, tomorrow, here's a tease. Um, we're going to be betting Warren Fogle anytime gold to war. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is on that. I, I promise you that. Uh, that's going to be a wrap. The Oilers get a big win against the Carolina Hurricanes. Move back to 500 on the season at 2-2. Two and two, And they will look to go to 3-2 and two tomorrow against the St. Louis Blues. It is a short for giant game day tomorrow on the show. So we'll be back at noon. Myself, Jay, Liam, it'll be a good time. Also, big shout out to our guy Alex Allard. Killed it on the production this week. And to Bag Milk for joining us. Everyone in the chat as well. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button on the Nation Network as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow to preview Oilers Blues. Have a good Friday night. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.